Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. I'm Chingai here with my co-host Patty. <laughs> hey Patty. Hi Chingai. I'm feeling kind of crazy. Are you crying? <laughs> a little bit of both. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm laughing happy because it looks like you're feeling a little better this week. Yeah, I I I kicked COVID to the curb, Woo-hoo! but I'm dealing with other shit now because of our shit episode. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another. It's either COVID or Christmas movies. Well, here we are. Well, well, we're on week seven of Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas, and. Wow. (laughs) This is going to be the shortest episode ever of But Make It Hallmark because as Patty says, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So let's make this quick, guys. (laughs) Thanks, mom. Our first movie to cover is A Big Fat Family Christmas starring Shannon Chan Kent, Shannon Cook, Tia Carrere, and Jack Wagner. Okay, this is like the second Asian movie on Hallmark. Did we need another Asian movie? I mean, maybe, maybe, yes. Okay, I I can, I think we can say this because we're Asians (laughs) ourselves. This was similar to the first Asian movie because it had a restaurant, I guess. (laughs) The best thing about this movie is Jack Wagner acting as... Was he like an editor-in-chief editor, of yeah. the San Francisco Chronicle? I mean, well, Jack Wagner, yay. <sighs> I hated this movie, guys. I don't I have nothing else. I hated it so much. Number one, I don't like singing in movies. I have learned this unless it's a Broadway star. Unless it's Jeremy Jordan or Laura Osnes. I hate singing in Hallmark movies. You know how... Do you watch Emily in Paris? I watch it while I cycle, but I haven't cycled in a while, so... <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, it's like, it's like a hate watch for me. Not not because of Lily Collins, but because I hate her best friend who keeps singing in that oh. movie. And that's what I thought of in A Big Fat Family Christmas. I can't even get into the story because of how much I hate this movie. What do you have to say, Patty? <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> so I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, the one nice list thing I can think of, the one good point is yay representation. But also, if this is the kind of Asian representation we get, no thank you. We get a Thai. He's Thai, right? Like He's half Thai. The lead guy is half Thai or something because mm-hmm. he said he was mm-hmm. working in the Bangkok Post. Or was he yep. half Vietnamese? I have no clue. But yay Southeast Asia, Tia Carrere, half Filipino, yay half Filipino. But also, oh my God, this is what we get. You know what was great representation? Right in front of me with Marco Grazzini. That was great representation. This one was just like, no thanks. If the only thing you're going to give to Tia Carreras being half Filipino is a parole, (laughs) all I have to say is, thank you, ha. Thank you, ha. Yun lang. (laughs) Okay, um... uh, it's not worth it, you guys. My my question to you though, Chingai, is mm-hmm. do you do you hate this one or do you hate All Saints Christmas more? I hate them equally. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> All 
right then, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Our second movie from Countdown to Christmas is uh, Fabled Christmas, starring Brooke D'Arce and Ryan Pavey. And Ryan Pavey could not save this movie for me. You know what? I find Brooke D'Arce pretty. She's very Barbie pretty. Yes, and, uh, yes. Like, she looks like a Barbie doll and gorgeous. Like, if, if Hallmark were to do a Barbie Greta Gerwig but make it Hallmark <laughs> special, nobody would star in it but Brooke D'Arce. However, it seems that no matter who they pair with Brooke D'Arce, Brendan Penny for, like, Beverly Hills Wedding, Ryan Pavey here, it's just not clicking for me. And she had the most horrendous hairstyles in this <laughs> movie. I was always sorry. It was her real hair. It was not a wig. It was her real hair. It's like gorgeous, voluminous blonde locks. But she looked like she was like a... It looked like... Okay, there's this... It just looked weird. It looked like like child adult. You know, like Jean Benet, the murdered yeah. child beauty queen? That's what it kind of reminded me of, which is not great. Anytime you're thinking, this kind of looks like Jean Benet. That's not a good thing. Also, when there's Ryan Pavey in the movie and you're looking at the girl's hairstyles because he could not mm-hmm. save it for me. That's one. Her hair looked weird. I follow this. Well, not follow, whatever. I, I see this TikTok content called, Is This Fetish? And like the whole time... <laughs> That's what I felt whenever I'd see her. It's like, are we doing like some, you know, child adultification thing? It was weird. There was a Christmas story. The the plot was all over the place. It was like, was it trying to do magical realism? Again, we've reached the peak of magical realism with ghosts of Christmas always. And you cannot top that. That lady, that lead girl was amazing and wonderful and so like just delightful to watch. Brooke D'Arce and, unfortunately, Ryan Pavey by extension, this was not delightful. This was not delightful. I could not understand why I was sitting through this. I watched it at 1.4x because I wanted to give Ryan Pavey a chance. But no, like it was such a waste of Ryan Pavey. Ryan Pavey does, does magical realism well. He was... Hello, he was like the time travel Christmas with Christmas. Yeah, with Aaron Cahill. Mm-hmm. And I know that was in our top 10. That mm-hmm. was in our top 10 mm-hmm. in a stacked year. So mm-hmm. like, how the mighty have fallen. I feel so bad for him. I want this guy to get a lead girl of equal caliber, like an Aaron Cahill. Come on, give this guy a break. He deserves better. They should have renamed this to the Christmas bow. Because that bow in her hair, ah! those ah! bows in her hair were like the star of the show. There's this show called Toddlers and Tiaras that <laughs> this reminded me of. And speaking of um, <laughs> toddlers, like there's this boutique in Disney called Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo or something. And so, so the little kids go in and then there's like a magic mirror and the fairy godmother comes out. And then she's not allowed to look at her reflection while they do her up and they dress her up in the Cinderella gown and do her hair. That is what Brooke Dorsey's hair looks like. <laughs> like she went to the bibbidi bobbidi boo boutique in Disney. Um, let's not hate though on the Christmas bow. Uh, one of my favorite movies from past <laughs> years with uh, Lucia Miccarelli and Michael Rady. Uh, the movie yeah. that transformed Michael Rady for me. Where is Michael Rady in this year's and the past year's Hallmark movies. I know he's a Nikki DeLoach's uh, Instagram stories, but neither here nor there. Guys, this just was a waste of good talent, a.k.a. Ryan Pavey. We know he can do well, and what a sad, sad day for Ryan Pavey so fans. 
from people that we're familiar with, Brooke and Ryan, we're going to a movie where I, I didn't know anyone who nope. was in this movie. <laughs> the Holiday Stocking from Miracles of Christmas with Nadine Ellis, Kamala Jones, and BJ Britt with a cameo by Mikkel P. Williamson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paddy, I think you like this because you watched it before me and you said, you know what? I think Black Excellence is going to win this week's round. And <laughs> I was like half into it, half not. Because <laughs> I okay. didn't, oh, this is our second magical realism movie of the week. Like, why did they put these two movies in one week? Why do we have so many? We have a ghost and siblings, like a bougie sibling and a mom baker sibling. Obviously, this is a Hallmark channel. So the bougie mom is the loser and the baker mom is the good one. Bougie mom. What's so wrong about a bougie mom who's an addict sec top of her game? You know what's so wrong about that? They always... They gotta hate on the alpha women, right? Remember, we still gotta stick to traditional values as a progressive as Hallmark is getting. I The reason why I was putting all my eggs in the black excellence basket is that mm-hmm. I had just watched back-to-back A Fabled Christmas and My Big Fat <laughs> Family Christmas. And I was like, fuck, is this what we have? So grading on a curve of this week's movies, I have to say... In isolation, the holiday stocking would not be something I would recommend. But compared to those last two movies we talked about, I was like, fuck, this is it. It's mahogany time. I mean, <laughs> Excuse <know>? me. The <laughs> holiday stocking compared to All Saints Christmas, Black Excellence. <laughs> black Excellence indeed. Indeed. Right? <laughs> indeed. So, you know, on the curve of the black, you know, the African-American movies that we've had this year, holy shit, this is the spectrum. You can get as good as a holiday stocking and as bad as what we had this week. In the same vein, we've got you know, Christmas at the Golden Dragon on one end and freaking my big fat family Christmas. So I guess Hallmark right. just wanted yeah. to show us the dichotomy of like, where we can give it and we can take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Do not bite the hand that feeds you. I think what I appreciated about this one is they did focus on the family. Um, it was a sister's movie and their brother was an angel. I was actually kind of scared. I was like, fuck, will the sister be attracted to the brother in angel yeah, form? Yeah, that's what I, I was like, like, are we going to go They did not, the reader, thank God. Um, not bad. It was, a, it was a fairly entertaining movie. I was not hating on it the way I did All Saints Christmas. I watched it facing this, you know, the screen. So mm-hmm. you know what? I don't have too many bad things to say because I've uh, exhausted all my negativity for the first two movies. And, you know, it's Christmas. Let's uh, spread a little joy. Honestly, this was inoffensive. And, I mean, considering what we've had this week, that's a good thing. Uh, A shout out to the kid. Yeah. The Baker mom has a kid. I really liked her and I loved her clothes too. So kudos to the stylist. I'm sure they didn't use the same stylist as the one who picked out all of Brooke's bows. <laughs> so there you go. Merry Christmas to the holiday stocking. Uh, mir- it was really the miracle of Christmas from the Hallmark Movies <laughs> and Mysteries. Uh, but when we're back, we were uh, surprised by a latecomer into the uh, Hallmark Cinematic Universe. It saved the day and it uh, saved my hearts. So we'll be back in a bit.
back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai. And we just went through a whole lot of movies in a, in a very short span of time. Because again, like my mom likes to say, if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. We almost considered not recording an episode this week, but instead <laughs> releasing a moment of silence. But, however, thankfully... Undercover Holiday from Countdown to Christmas Save the Day, starring Naomi Gonzalez and none other than Stephen Hazar. When returning home for the holidays, newly minted pop star Jalen tells her protective family that Matt is her new beau, when in reality, he's her overzealous security guard. The security guy wanted to be with you 24-7. I can't bring some stranger home with me for Christmas. I was here to protect you, not because I want to sing Jingle Bells. <laughs> it seems like Hallmark Channel is listening to our pleas <laughs> week on week. But a week ago, I was pitching a The Bodyguard but but make it Hallmark movie with Victor Webster and Laura Osnes. And they deliver the next week, not quite in the same way I had pitched. <laughs> But definitely in Hallmark standards, I know that they release like all these like previews, but we don't watch the previews of the movies too much uh, leading up to it. And so I was surprised to find that we get a holiday bodyguard movie with <laughs> Steven Azar, once affectionately nicknamed Dead Eyes in this very <laughs> podcast. I will take it back. He is a live eyes now to me because, guys, the way I shriek and yelled in this episode was insane. So what tropes do we have here? We have like we have a Latina representation now with a family that's incredibly warm. We've got tamales from grandma. We've got the family that sees her as their little girl that didn't want her to go to LA to become a pop star. And now we have the dichotomy or the spectrum of pop stars with um, Patty Murin on one end. And this girl, I wouldn't put her on the other end, but she's somewhere in the middle. I really appreciated how Hallmark is, uh, one, listening to us, right? But two, really trying to mix it up with the matches. I have never seen Naomi Gonzalez in a Hallmark movie before. At least I, I don't recall seeing her in one. And Stephen Azar, we've seen him in many iterations. Most recently, of course, as Bree's boyfriend, ex-con boyfriend on Chesapeake Shores. And from... I mean, he plays a type. He's he's always like an ex-Marine, ex-SEAL, ex-whatever. And he plays a straight-up guy that really is just used to so much, you know, no, not much family, always traveling, always up for change. And, and now he's leaning into the warmth of um, Naomi's family. And I love a fake relationship trope. And what was amazing to me in this movie is that girl was calling the shots without consent or informing <laughs> this guy. She was essentially trapping this man, and yet delightfully so. I mean, we had the stalker angle, and we had the fact that obviously she needed a bodyguard, and now she has to you know, bring the bodyguard home. I get that she, I mean, plot-wise, it's a bit bananas that she couldn't just admit to her family that you know she was in danger, Spoiler alert, the danger was just her ex-boyfriend who's still being a creeper. I think we needed to have that suspension of disbelief that her family just couldn't, she couldn't come out to her family, she couldn't stand up to them, um, even if she could stand up to this guy, more like bullying this guy into a relationship. <laughs> and honestly, she had him whipped because I was texting Ting Chingai while I was, she watched it before me and she was like, yes, yes, I can't believe we like uh, Stephen Azar in this one. But <laughs> I have to admit, guys, I like Stephen Azar. 
I like him that I wish you guys could see Patty's face right now because it's the most despondent I've ever seen her. (laughs) (laughs) I said there. So there's a scene, guys, where clearly uh, in Filipino, they'd say, nagkakamabutihan na. So the the fake relationship is now turning real, guys. It's turning real. They're walking on a snowy afternoon, snowy evening. She has her arm on his, she's like crooked on his arm and... He is a, he's quite tall and lovely. And uh, she is saying along the lines, she she basically confronts him of like, are you going to be leaving me now? Like now that like, I mean, like the threat is over or whatever. Or are you feeling something for me? Something along those lines. And I'm like, holy shit. This girl who just bullied this guy into being her fake boyfriend clearly things are becoming real. And now she's like, tell me, like, Balls to the wall, cards on the table. Do you have feelings for me? And he leans down and kisses her in return. And I die. I sent Shingai a voiceover basically shrieking. Because honestly, I wish I had the balls to go up to Stephen Azar and be like, yo, you into me or not? Give me a kiss. And like, I love it. Good job, Naomi Gonzalez. Okay, I've spoken for way too long, Shingai. <laughs> Okay, I thought you would keep the short, but I don't you know enough, I like... I don't have that much to say, but <laughs> I mean, between the two of us, I am the Hussar hater, and <laughs> I am so happy to be proven wrong this week. I'm proven wrong uh, on a lot of accounts on Stephen Hussar. He has come alive. He has. The, Ills, the Hussar <laughs> is alive <laughs> with the sound of Latin music. Yeah, I, I liked this movie. And again, like now I realize we've had so much like diversity this week. Hmm. We, we had the African-American movie, we had the Asians, and now we have the Latino movie. And I think this was the best hmm. because there's like a sincere, like there's just this genuine quality that I find in Naomi Gonzalez. And I, I think that she, it was her ability to, I don't know, to bring out... Steven Hussar's <laughs> life that 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 made this movie. She was just very energetic, and I guess that's a nice way of putting uh, the bullying Manic. that went into this plot line. <laughs> As with a lot of the Latino movies on the Hallmark Channel, I love seeing the family aspect mm. of it, like the warmth and you know the the dancing around the kitchen, the the cooking the food. That was really fun for me. I liked her best friend slash agent mm. also mm. as a wing woman. Um, that was yeah. good. This, this, I, this could have easily turned into Selena, actually. Because like, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know who the stalker <laughs> is. And, like, could she die in the end? I don't know. Good thing she didn't. Um, but like, this just, it amazes me how Hallmark is on the nose with our <laughs> suggestions. Because we really just pitched a bodyguard movie and you know what ask and they shall deliver except for the the last three movies we talked about those did not deliver but i'm just glad that like yeah grading by a curve this spectacular movie (laughs) i don't like singing in movies i have come to realize this but you know i welcomed her her upbeat, her upbeat singing and dancing. She got Steven Uzari to dance. I mean, that I that's pretty, that's a big feat, right? That was quite <laughs> wild. He was he looks super hot though in that rehearsal scene where she's rehearsing, and then he's like in right. like somehow super formal clothing. I don't know why. And 
like you know you do the twirl and he you fall into him and like, yeah yeah I mean honestly we need a bodyguard agency with now apparently Stephen Hazar and Victor <laughs> Webster in it okay my one super duper funny nitpick is that this girl kind of can't sing. <laughs> Okay, whenever she sings with the piano She's and it's just her on the piano, bad. it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. But whenever it's she do like Jaylen a solo, doing a Whitney Houston, it's not. It's not. But when she would like play like Silent Night on the piano, I'm like, is she off key or am I going deaf? I could be deaf though. Maybe my my hearing is bad, they, and that's possible. They also had this like very bridesmaids like sing off her and yeah. like her childhood friend yeah. and like what was that and like they were just putting so much life into the yeah. 12 days of Christmas Christmas, I hate that yes. Christmas song no yeah <laughs> I'm not a fan that but, but that scene was funny I have to say where she was like just like asking where where is he from and like you know like not making this guy answer this is what happens girl girl when it's a fake relationship group, you need the cooperation you cannot coerce someone into this but anyway he's hot I'm happy congrats guys this week Undercover holiday saved us. Let, let's hope things pick up next week again. <laughs> God, I hope so. This can't be... I mean, we cannot have this for the rest of the season. That, that would be a, a terrible way to end. <sighs> We're going to have a pretty hard time doing Mary Kill for this episode. <laughs> because like, oh my God, <laughs> what are we going to do? Help! <laughs> but we will power through for you guys. So, Chingai, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Um, I, I think I know who you're killing, but let's make sure we uh, align on the kill for the week. Well, I'm killing the main character of A Big Fat Family Christmas. <gasps> I, I saw her in the previews and I recognized her from In the Key of Love and I hated her then and I hate her now. I'm sorry. <gasps> I'm, just, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> mm. Okay, I mean, I, I knew that I, I could see that coming from a mile away I am killing um, Brooke D'Arcy's hairstylist mm-hmm. And the hair by extension It's just really not good This girl is beautiful This girl is beautiful in the Barbie aesthetic What the fuck did they do to her in that movie? Even her clothes When they lent her that like That pink fuchsia coat dress And Ryan mm-hmm. Baby was like, you look beautiful I'm like, no, she does not <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing Brooke. Sorry, Brooke. Not really. Whatevs. All right. That was an easy one. We breezed mm-hmm. through the kills. In fact, I think the, the hard part was how to narrow down the mass murder. But it's holiday season. So who are we fucking? It pains me to say this because I think I'm just like swallowing my words. <gasps> I'm going to fuck Stephen Hussar. <laughs> God, I never thought I'd see the day. (laughs) Tell me more, (laughs) Chengai. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you for uh, admitting when we uh, have changes of heart. I think this entire season has just proved to us that, you know, surprise, sexual Mm -hmm. attraction is a weird thing. I'm not going to lie. I am going to fuck. So you know how in the the holiday stocking, um, so we've got Bougie's sister, right? And Bougie's sister is volunteering at like this charity or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm digging deep here, guys. And then they have that <laughs> charity guy. He's kind of hot. I was like, hmm, not bad. Is he the one I she was flirting with? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Bougie's sister flirting with that guy. I know quite unmemorable, but again, I was actually <laughs> watching this movie. 
I thought he was cute, you know? Add some add some okay. color to my life. Uh, yeah, I'd fuck him. I don't know what his Fair. name is. He works. He seems to work for a charity. So, like, you know, philanthropy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's give him some something back for all the good he's done. Right. Are we marrying? Okay, who are you marrying? Well, I'm marrying the good doctor, Ryan Pavey, because <laughs> I love him in Scrubs. And I think he needs saving. <laughs> From Brooke. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I would never why, wear those bows. Why is he wearing scrubs outside the hospital? Like that's because the point of scrubs. No, but you wear it inside so that you're clean. You can't bring Maybe it to the outside. He has outside scrubs, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he was good looking. I was like, ooh. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> are we even discussing this? I mean, Stephen Azar. I really like him. <laughs> um, I really like dead eyes. Like, I mean, I admit sometimes he has dead eyes, but not this time. Not mm-hmm. this time. And I think every holiday movie, so he did like a time for us to come home, right? With Lacey. And he's done, uh, I think he did like the Home for the Holidays thingy with um, Laura Osnes, where he played like a soldier and I was super into him then. And now that's the, I feel that's like... the movie that, that made me call him Dead Eyes. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> and now Dead Eyes has truly come alive and I will marry him mm-hmm. and stare into those dead eyes every day. Honestly, I really just feel safe with him. Again, <laughs> safety is but of utmost importance to me. And... I feel like he'd be a safe harbor and I could like, you know, my family's also kind of wild. So, you know, we'd bring him in and, and, and spark some joy into his every day. And just uh, my mom makes good food. So, you know, this is a, I think it, he'd be much welcome into the fam. Stephen. Not only are we celebrating Christmas, we're celebrating Easter. The return. <laughs> <laughs> the risen. He has risen. The yeah. nice has risen. So, Guys, this week, um, in case you weren't aware, please watch Undercover Holiday. On a curve miles away from the other movies this uh, season, on the grander scheme of things, uh, that is yet to be determined. But <laughs> highly recommend. All right. Thanks for joining us this week on But Make It Hallmark. If you're not following us on our socials, we're at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on Dead Eyes? What are your thoughts on... Freaking big fat family Christmas. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Chingai. And thank uh, you. We'll see you guys again next time on But Make It Hallmark. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.